Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native. Father of the Effortless English System, I train you. You speak English fluently. You speak English powerfully. You speak English confidently. And you speak English effortlessly when you join my VIP program. You commit, don't quit at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go there. Join. Commit. Don't quit. Commit. Don't quit. First of all, a late happy Thanksgiving Thursday. Last Thursday was Thanksgiving in the United States. I'm not in the United States, but anyway, happy Thanksgiving. It's a nice holiday. Just the name. You can guess what the meaning of the holiday, the uh, festival is. (coughs) It's about giving thanks, right? Being grateful, remembering to be grateful. So we're going to talk about this great virtue of gratitude, not only on one day like Thanksgiving, but an overall, you know, we could say an attitude of gratitude. It rhymes. Sounds good. An attitude of gratitude. So that's number one. That's our main topic today. But first, a few things. Number one, my apologies for yesterday. I canceled again. I canceled the movie club yesterday. I was going to do it today. I changed my mind because... Uh, people who join the movie club, they're used to the schedule of, you know, Sundays at a certain time. So if I do it now, maybe a lot of our regular people will miss it. So I'll just we're just going to skip it this week and we'll do it next Sunday, hopefully. Uh, in general, I've been, you know, the show, the schedule has been changing. I've been canceling shows. It's just I've been really busy. My, uh, my I have twin babies, as you know. And their sleeping schedule's changing. So they're staying up later. They're cha- it's hard to know now when they will go to sleep, when they'll be awake. And uh, if they're both awake at night, they're kind of crazy. My wife tries to get to bed early so that she can wake up early. So anyway, I have to help with the babies. And so this is why the show gets canceled and changed. And then also my mom is visiting. My mom is visiting from America for almost a month so I have to take care of her and help with her and uh, I was sick for a while anyway the point is that my schedule has been just crazy up and down and it's that's why but hopefully we'll I'll figure out a time I'm trying to figure out a time when I can do the show a regular time but right now it's going to be changing a lot finally we're going to celebrate today Celebrate the end of our challenge. We did it. A four-month challenge of listening and reading with uh, maximum hours of listening and maximum hours of reading. I've decided to try to do it twice, so I, I, I will try. I can't promise, but I will try to do a show tonight. Tonight, meaning Japan time. Tonight, my normal time. The usual time. Because, uh, again, we have a regular audience at that time. I will try to do a show tonight where we can talk about the challenge and celebrate and... <coughs> Just enjoy finishing the challenge together. But I'll, I decided I'll do it twice. So I'll, we'll do it now, in the morning, Japan time. And then we'll try again 
I'll try to do it tonight if the babies will cooperate. But no promises. It's, they don't listen to me. <laughs> they do what they want. All right. So anyway, the point is be patient with me, please, with the schedule. So let's just talk about our celebration first. This is part of our giving thanks. I just want to, first of all, let me welcome everybody who's joining live. We do have some of our regular listeners, of course, joining live as well. I'll just say hi. First of all, hi to everybody. Executive Protection Brazil. Hello to you. And I think I saw Slavika and Fernanda both. Welcome. Good to see you. Cristiane Helena from Brazil. Good to see you. All right, welcome. Small Lucy, Big Lucy, another regular. Great. Okay, guys. So if number one, you know, we finished it. We did our challenge. Let's just look at the board, the leaderboard. And I'll do this again tonight if I do a show. But our final, I'm going to end the challenge right now. It's a little bit late, but I've been busy. <laughs> all right, here we go. Okay, our challenge. First of all, our listening challenge. Dun, dun, dun. The end of our challenge. Sven. Look at these top two people. Well, just look at all these people who got a thousand. The top five people. No, the top six people had over 1,000 hours in four months of listening. That's amazing. We have Sven H., number one here. Let me show you on my screen if you're watching on video. Mm -hmm. So we have Sven H. with 1,900. He almost got 2,000 hours. That's pretty amazing, as did Edward Anderson. 1,900 hours, both these guys. That's very, 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 very impressive. Congrats. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to invite some of these people to, uh, to interview. Uh, so, I'll, maybe I'll tonight, during the show tonight, I'll give you an email. You can email my assistant if you are one of these people. <laughs> and uh, we can figure out if you're interested. Of course, no pressure. You don't have to. You don't have to perform for anybody with your English or anything like that. If, if you're nervous about it, don't worry. But if you would like to talk about the challenge, I'd love to talk to you about how you got all these hours. It's amazing. Also, Julia LeMaine, 1,198 hours. That's just incredible. Cheryl Hogue, using my name here, uh, 1,175 hours. Alexander Belyakov, 1,145 hours. Alamin Ali, 1,080 hours. Absolutely amazing. I'm just going to go through the top 10. Okay, so Julia Taquita, 958 hours. Jaeger Yabar, 933 hours. Miss Yell, 906 hours. And Dimitri, let's see if I can pronounce Dimitro, sorry. Nakonecheni. Sorry about the pronunciation. With 844 hours quite amazing guys that's amazing and of course you know continuing on because it just keeps the list just keeps going down uh here i'll go we'll just look through some of the other people roberto de santos 825 rafael islam 784 there's, there's moshi moshi gelberg 776 giancarlo rivi 746 slavica 745 jennifer melo 682 olga gorobchenko 676, there's Lisa, 671, Anna Maria Manini, 660, and 
Alex Smirnoff, 654. And hey, I'll mention these two. Carol at 640. And Zobade at 631. Really great, guys. Really, really great. There's Abraham Ali. 574. I mean, all these numbers are fantastic. 500. Uh, where did I end up? I dropped down the list quite a lot. I ended up with 384. Uh, there's actually a few hours I didn't enter. Let's call it the 390 for me. Almost 400. So I'm happy with that. 100 a month. I averaged almost 100 a month. And that's okay. Let's now go to the reading challenge and just look at what people did on the reading challenge. I don't know how I actually f- in this in this software, but uh, who cares? Doesn't matter. All right, leaderboard. Oh, look, there's now. This is the reading. Sven again, seventeen hundred nineteen hours of reading. Impressive. Edward Anderson again, fifteen ninety reading. Amazing. Roberto De Santos again, <laughs> eight hundred and five hours of reading. Amazing. Carol here. 677 hours of reading. And that's impressive, guys. This is very impressive. Reading, you know, requires a bit more uh, focus and concentration. You know, with listening, we can have it on kind of in the background a little more, which is uh, nice. But uh, reading, you have to focus. And Oh, wow. Jennifer Melo, 575 of reading. Lisa, Lisa again, 467. Impressive. I guarantee their vocabulary improved a lot. Uh, Salvador Ramirez, 467. Slavica again, 465. Peggy S, 418. And number 10 here, Tim Petrov at 413. Impressive, impressive, impressive. Great. They did more hours of reading than I did listening. Very impressive. I'm just going to go through the whole top 20 here. Inderpal Chodari, 343 hours. Claudia Fernandez, 322. Rinky Das, 313. Saba, through 282 hours. Hickam, 278. High Win 271. Sobre again, 260. Oliver Maurer, 258. Valeria, G, 247. And Rafikol Islam again, 247. Yeah, there's Julia again, 243. Impressive. I did not do much reading. A few hours. Impressive, 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 impressive to everybody who did just... And look, so if you did less than that, I did less than that. My reading was very low. My, Like I said, I got almost 400 hours. But you know what? It's okay. It's The, the key thing is to compare yourself before the challenge and then during the challenge and hopefully you did a lot more hours during the challenge the whole idea of the challenge is all together we get extra motivated and we do more than usual right so certainly before the challenge i was basically doing zero japanese i was very low beginner and then during the challenge at the the first half of the challenge at the first two two and a half months uh, about the first 10 weeks i was doing fantastic i got a huge number of hours i was doing six seven hour a day something like that which i was very happy with doing great then the second half for me uh just you know things happened in my life maybe this happened to you this happens sometimes uh you know my babies went into the hospital like 10 days in the hospital so I did almost zero during that time. Then my sister and my uh, niece visited Japan. So that was, I had to be kind of the, the tour guide. Again, almost zero hours. Then I got sick. <laughs> and then my wife got sick. 
zero hours during that time. And then my mom has visited. And um, so anyway, these things happen. Maybe something happened with you. You might have got busy. You get sick. Things happen. Okay. You just keep going. You stand up and you keep going again. There's no reason to get upset about it. Okay. There's no reason to, oh my God. Okay. The good thing about this method, the effortless English method or natural methods, whatever you want to call it, is you don't lose it. You don't lose it. You don't waste any time. Okay. You're not wasting it. It's not gone. Okay, so if you if you did a hundred hours, and then you got busy in life, and you you took one month off, nothing for one month, of course that's not great. But the good news is those hundred hours you did not waste them. You will not lose it. Your speaking, especially your speaking, the production, the speaking might get a little we call rusty in English. It's slang, rusty. It just means eh, it might get a little difficult. Eh, some of your active vocabulary might get a little, you know, again, rusty, meaning not quite as good. But here's the good news. I have found personally that the the, your listening ability and reading ability, the passive vocabulary, you don't lose much. Like I, like I said with my Spanish, five years of no Spanish, zero Spanish, and then I put on an audio, I started listening again, and I'm basically at the same level as five years ago. I lost almost nothing for reading and listening in Spanish. So those hours, they're never wasted. They're never wasted. Now, of course, my speaking in Spanish has dropped a lot. But that just that just means I just need a little time to bring it up again. Okay, when you get rusty with your speaking, the good news is it will come back quickly. It will come back quickly. You just have to put in, you know, do a challenge like this for three months, four months, and you'll find your speaking will jump back up again to the same level quite quickly. So you're not losing anything. So there's no need to get upset when you get busy. There's no need to get upset if you have some time where you, you're missing something. Just start again and keep going. Okay? So I'm I so my Japanese is definitely better than it was four months ago. Absolutely much better. I was very, very, very low beginner. Maybe I'm a whatever, an A2 now or getting into the A2 level. That's not bad for four months. I'm happy with it. And hopefully you also, you've improved your vocabulary, you improved your listening, you did more hours, you improved your discipline. Maybe you, I know a lot of you said on Gab that you realize that, ah, you can find more time, right? That you are able to listen to English more than you thought. Maybe in the past, one hour seemed a lot, one hour a day. And then now you can do three hours a day. No problem. So that's a big improvement. That's fantastic. So be thankful for that. Be thankful for any effort you made. Be thankful for any improvement you had during this challenge. Number two, we're going to do another challenge. We will do another challenge in January. We're going to do after New Year. So we're going to take a little break. You, you can't push yourself constantly all the time. This, uh, there's actually an exercise in, specifically in weightlifting, but also running and cycling. There's something called periodization. Periodization. It's, uh, it's a big word. It just means that you have to kind of go, you can't just go hard, 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 push, push, push all the time because eventually your body will break 
right? It's too much stress. So for example, weightlifters, guys who do, let's say power lifters or any kind of weightlifting, bodybuilders, they all do this. They might go really hard for a while. Maybe for three months they are doing uh, you know, a huge amount of working out, you know, meaning hard, big, heavy weights or lots and lots and lots of repetitions and basically pushing their body hard. They might do this for three months. They might do this for six months, but they don't do it forever. Okay, because they know from experience that eventually their body will start to, the stress will become too much and actually their results will get worse. The result, they'll get injured, they'll hurt themselves, or just their strength will actually start to drop because the body's getting too tired. So what they do, they cycle, right? They go on and off kind of. So they will do this period, that's the word, periodization. They will have a period, a time period of hard, 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 intense, going very hard. And then what do they do? Then they will go for a few months where they will go easier. They don't quit completely. They don't quit. Don't quit. Commit, don't quit. But they will go easier. They'll relax more. If they're lifting weights, they will drop the weights. The weights will become lighter. Or they'll do a smaller amount of workouts, right? More rest days. But they'll have a period, a time period of uh, uh, more relaxed. They let their body relax. They also let their mind relax, their nervous system. Because going hard with weights, lifting weights, it's also very tough mentally, right? And so they, they'll just relax and have a period of relaxing. And then what do they do? Then after they're relaxed, they're refreshed again. Then they come again with a big, hard, tough challenge. Runners do this also. Runners also do this. And cyclists and swimmers where, again, like if you have a race coming, well, then you will have a, maybe a hard, 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 hard training before the race, right? You're building, building, building. And then you have your race. You have your kind of your season, maybe several races. But then what do they do? Then after the season, after the races, they will have a time where they relax. They don't stop running completely. They don't stop exercise, but they will drop. They'll drop their miles. They'll drop the kilometers. They will do much less. They'll run more slowly, more rest days, maybe a little more stretching and yoga. And they have this period of a few months of easier and then they come, the season's coming, and then they start their hard training again. So it's this period, right? It's kind of, think of it as a wave. It's a wave through the year. So they have, you know, you have this tough, 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 you're pushing, pushing hard, and then you relax a bit. And then you push, push hard, and then you relax a bit. And it's a wave of effort. And I think, I believe, that this also works mentally for things like English learning or language learning, that we have our challenges where we're pushing, pushing, pushing. This can require, you know, extra motivation. It can make you tired after a while. And so, now we're going to have a couple months, maybe six weeks, two months, where we'll just relax. Do what you want. You can continue doing seven hours a day if you want. Or you can relax, maybe drop back a little. Or just just don't worry about performance at all. Just, whoo. Don't quit, though. Don't quit. Just relax. Just mentally have a relaxed attitude. We'll have this little easier time. Ah, and then in January, end of January probably, we'll start our next challenge. Our next challenge will focus on speaking. Speaking. We're going to focus on speaking. And again, we'll, try, we'll focus on hours. Hours of speaking. And the challenge will be to do the most 
number of hours you can of speaking every day, every week, every month. I think three months is better. Four months, I think, is a little long for a challenge. I realized uh, during this one, it's a little hard to keep going for four full months of hard, hard, hard. I think three months is a little bit better time period. So I think our speaking challenge will be a three-month challenge. So until then, continue listening, continue reading, but just relax. Just enjoy it. And as I said, the main thing is to be grateful for any effort, any number of hours, anything you did, be grateful. Just, you know, like, ah, I made some improvement. If, if it was a little improvement, doesn't matter. It's still improvement. So be grateful about that. You know, I read somewhere, I can't remember where I read this. I read so many books about these topics, but someone uh, described gratitude, the the mindset, the attitude, the feeling of gratitude, being thankful, being thankful for what you have now as the antidote to fear, as the antidote to uh, depression and anxiety. And I think that's actually very wise. It might have been Tony Robbins who said that, that when you're feeling grateful, when you're thinking about all the good things in your life, the people you love and care about, the good things that, you know, might just be with something like this challenge, the improvements you have made, all the wonderful good things in your life. If you think about it, you still have many. Even if you have a tough time, you have a lot of things to be grateful for. And as you focus on gratitude, gratitude, thankfulness for what you have, that just naturally your negative feelings of being sad, of being afraid, of being worried, they will go down. They will get weaker. That... There's something really healing about this attitude of gratitude. So I think it's really good each day to think about what's good in your life. Even sometimes in your life, maybe there are some very bad things happening, some very tough things happening. That's okay. But don't forget, even during those times, to remember there also are also, also, also good things to be happy about, to be grateful for. Don't forget those. Don't forget those. Okay, finally, one more thing, and then we'll go into our questions and comments, and let, you can share your feelings about the challenge, and we'll do it again tonight, if the babies help me. Uh, find, one last thing is uh, some back... Uh, I want to talk about my backup channels, backup channels, because there's no guarantee with YouTube. YouTube says they're going to start canceling ch- uh, channels... Who knows? Can't really rely. Can't depend on YouTube anymore. So you, I encourage you to subscribe to my backup channels. If if my YouTube channel disappears, then you need to be on one of my other channels. So there's three. Three you can do. Four, really, I guess. I'll say four. It's like a Monty Python skit. Four! Okay. Number one, BitChute. BitChute is a video channel. It's B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E. BitChute.com. I have a BitChute channel. It's a video. This is a video channel. It's my backup video channel. Subscribe there. BitChute.com. My channel is my name, A.J. Hogue. A-J-H-O-G-E. BitChute.com slash 
A-J-H-O-G-E. You should sh- subscribe there. Subscribe to my BitChute channel. They are going to do live streaming soon. They're, they're creating a live stream system, which is great news. Uh, but all the recordings of my videos go there. If, if suddenly my YouTube channel disappears, you should go to BitChute. So subscribe to my BitChute now, then you will continue getting all the videos. Number two. My audio podcast. This is probably the best one. The audio podcast. You can use any any podcast app. Any podcast app on your phone, on your computer. Uh, for Apple, it's iTunes is the easiest one. iTunes Effortless English Podcast. Just do a search. Effortless English Podcast and subscribe. Or uh, you can use you know Android, Apple, anyone. You can use any app like Podcast Addict, A-D-D-I-C-T, Addict, like addiction. Podcast Addict, people use that one. Uh, Cast Box. Anyway, there are many. So subscribe to the audio podcast. I sometimes do extra audios, so only the podcast people get those. There's no video. But again, if, if my YouTube channel disappears, you can always get the shows in audio on my podcast. So subscribe to the podcast. Number three, my email list. This is maybe the best one to get news from me. That's just my website. It's free. EffortlessEnglishClub.com My free email course and newsletter. EffortlessEnglishClub.com Go there and enter your email. Subscribe to the email. Then you'll never miss anything. And then finally on Gab. Gab. Gab.com G-A-B Dot com Again, my name, A.J. Hogue, is my account, A-J-H-O-G-E, on Gab. Again, follow me there, and you won't miss anything. All right, that's it. Those are all the backups. Please subscribe to one or more of the backups. Let's get into our questions and comments. Slavika says, The challenge was a time of great work and time for wonderful friendships. I agree, Slavika. It was, this is what's great about the challenge, why we did it, is that uh, there's something different about doing, some, doing this together as a group, right? I think in the past I, I mentioned it's, I felt it's kind of similar to running when I was uh, running a lot, doing uh, marathons and things like that, that there's something different about running in a race. Like I can go run by myself. I can do a marathon by myself if I want to. Uh, right? So, you know, and of course, most of the time running, I would do by myself, running in the park, running wherever. But I always enjoyed running races, you know, a 5K race, a 10K or a marathon, whatever. There was something different, something fun and exciting and enjoyable about running with a big group of people. And, you know, there's kind of this energy, a group energy when you know everybody else is doing the same challenge. So you're running a race, you're running a 5K together. And I, of course, I would naturally, naturally always run faster during the races, it was easier to run faster because of that group energy. It kind of gives us all motivation. And it's kind of the same, I feel, with these challenges we do, like with this Effortless English challenge we did. I don't know, even though we're not together in the same place, just uh, putting my hours and seeing the hours of everybody else and talking about it on Gab, that 
and and connecting with everybody, sharing what we're doing. It creates again that group effect, that group feeling of we're all doing a challenge together. It kind of raises our motivation and our energy up, all of us together. It's fun too. It's just it's fun. And I found the same. Like I did more hours of Japanese because of this challenge. Because we're all doing it together, I did more than if I was just a totally by myself. Probably not so many. So I I think it's great, and that's why we'll continue doing these challenges. We'll, we'll do different ones because I think it's really fun. Now Julia Takita says, in my opinion, three months are good. I agree. I think three months. That's kind of like a quarter, right? It's a quarter. Uh, when I was in university, we had we were on the quarter system. Every three months, we did new classes. I felt it was a, it was a good time. After about three months, doing the same exact thing can feel a little tiring. It can feel tired after a while. It's a kind of a good time to then drop down, take a little break, and then do another one. So they will, we'll probably make our challenges three months usually. Edwin Peterson says, "Go Bulldogs, go!" No. I hope maybe you're talking about the University of Georgia. I hope so. <laughs> Young Charles Zhao says, I really want you to be in the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> maybe. He tends to, we'll see. I want to see how you talk about it. It's going to be crazy. It'll be fun. I like Joe Rogan stuff. He's got some interesting guests sometimes. Edwin Peterson says, yeah, the left is going crazy. Yeah, Brave New World. Of course it is. Fight, fight, fight. Anderson Forminga says, this is my first time live. Yep. Great. Okay, now see, so here's Win Food says, uh, thank you, AJ. I have a habit of listening at least 1.5 hours each day. Great. Great. You kind of, you establish that 1.5 hours. Now you've got that habit. That's fantastic. And then what you can do later at some time when your energy's up, maybe our next challenge in January, push a little bit, try to increase that. Try to increase that to two hours or do 1.5 hours of listening and then try to add 30 minutes of speaking every day, like shadowing, for example, which is also listening which is great shadowing is great because you get speaking and listening both at the same time so anyway you just try to push a little bit make a little improvement jump it up to two hours and get comfortable doing two hours now that's a new habit maybe then later you push it up again two and a half hours it's a great way to gradually improve Om Shanti Om thank you Hira Uh, yeah, Hamil says, uh, Hamil da Costa Silva, da Costa, yeah, da Costa Silva. Your mini stories I'm listening all the time. Very good. Great. The mini stories are good for deep learning. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of repetition. Huge amounts. I do it myself with Japanese mini stories. I repeat them like crazy. You know, like when I was talking to Steve Kaufman, you know, we both we both do it. We have the same opinion about this, that the mini stories are great for a huge amount of repetition. That's, they're designed for that. Uh, 
Okay, so like here, Tu Palm says, everyone, I'm so tired with my speaking right now. Well, so just you just need a break, right? That's okay. Uh, just what I was saying, that just like in sports and physical training, that sometimes we push, 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 and then we get tired, right? So like if you're a runner, for example, and every time for months and months and months all year, you just, you run maximum number of of hours or miles and you're trying to run as fast as you can all the time you eventually are going to start feeling very tired probably you'll be you'll injure yourself you're going to hurt your knees or your ankle or something you can't keep going at 100% all the time you've got to have some rest periods but again it's we call it active rest again in uh, exercise this is called active rest. So it's not doing nothing. It's just a little more relaxed, a little easier. When you're weightlifting, maybe you do lighter weights for a while. Uh, if you're running, you run fewer miles or kilometers. You maybe go slower. You can do this for a few weeks. You can do it for a few months. And then you go back to pushing hard. Right? So, if you find you're burned out, you can change what you're doing. Right? It sounds like you're focused, you're, you said you're burned out, you're stressed about speaking. So, don't worry about speaking for a while. Maybe f- just focus on listening for a while. Don't worry about speaking at all. Just relax. Fearless Befriender says you changed your live stream time. I'm trying to figure out a good time. It's a little hard right now. With my babies, uh, the schedule's hard to figure out. As I said, in the, listen to the beginning of the show, I talked about that. FM podcast, another good one, yes. Okay, whoa, typing fast. Slow down. Okay, here we go. Doo Scorpion. Interesting. I always think in English. Great. I used to speak with myself in a loud voice. Great. Trying to improve my spoken skills. It's not about hours. It's about all day. Well, ideally, I mean, that's about hours. <laughs> Still hours. Uh, if I mean, That's probably what, uh, you know, like Sven and, was doing and Edward. They're probably just doing it all day long. They wake up doing English and until they go to sleep. That's, of course, that's the best situation. You're getting, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours a day of English. Of course, you're going to make big improvements. Uh, But, you know, life happens sometimes. Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you're working a job, for example, eight hours a day, and you have to use your own language. So, there, well, you you have to do it. So, you do your best. Do the best you can. If you can do super intensive like that all day long, then sure, do it. Ah, little question. What's the difference between a broadcast and a podcast? Says Yesenia Eli. Broadcast is a gen- more general. Broadcast means any kind of media. Broadcast, cast means to put out, like to push out. Broad meaning uh, wide, reaching a lot of people. So, it's just general. Any kind of audio or video, usually it's audio or video, that goes to lots of people, that's called a broadcast. 
A podcast is more specific. It's more a new word. A podcast is an internet. Mostly it's it's audio. So it's think of it. It's like an internet radio show. Internet radio show. We call a podcast. And you you subscribe and you get it on your phone or your computer. It's over the internet. A podcast is specifically over the internet. A broadcast could be on t- your TV. It could be on the internet. It could be anywhere. It's, it's more general. So a podcast is a kind of broadcast. Think of it that way. Have you watched the anime Naruto? I haven't, but I'll check it out. It's very famous around the world with many good messages. Thanks, Anderson. I'll check it out. Lots of Brazilians today. Yeah, like Anders, uh, Edward Peterson says, repetition is great. I know a lot of words, but I don't know how to use them effectively. Repetition helps me do that. Yeah, right. And this is what uh, we were talking about in terms of passive and active vocabulary. You might hear a word a few times. You know it if you hear it, but you can't use it yet. How do you learn to use it easily? Well, through a lot of repetition, hearing and reading that word many, many, many times in many situations, then it becomes more active. Then you will use it easily and naturally. But that takes time. Just relax about that. Yes, Lavika says, I hope the babies will sleep at regular time tonight. Many of our dear friends aren't with us now. I miss them. Yeah, exactly. I'm hoping to. Please, baby, sleep. (laughs) Believe me, I really hope. (laughs) For a lot of reasons. Guadalupe Sandoval says, Hi, Jay, do you recommend reading The Little Prince book? Yeah, that's a good book. I've read that one in Spanish. That's a nice book. It's uh, not too difficult. You can read it in English. Yes, it's a good one. Nice messages, very nice book. Okay, Julia Taquita says, can you explain more about the next challenge, the speaking challenges? Will we record our voice? That's a good question. Right now, in general, I'm thinking of, again, having two parts. Because it gives flexibility. Like this time we did reading and we did listening. Some people focused more or mostly on reading. Like Carol was very focused on reading a lot. Some focused much more on listening. I did that. Some did both. So I, But I like the flexibility. So for the speaking, what I'm thinking of generally is that we will do uh, two. So one will be hours speaking to a person, right? Like normal speaking. That can be another, it can be another English learner. It can be another effortless English member, anybody. But it's having a conversation with someone, a real conversation. It can be on Skype, of course, or internet, whatever app you want to use. You can, so maybe easy, the easiest thing would be on Gab, connect with other effortless English members and you can chat with each other and get a lot of hours for free. You don't need to spend money. You could go onto iTalkie or other websites like that. 
you have to pay those people, but you can do that and you can do some speaking that way also. So that's category one, challenge one. The cha- first, the, you know, part A, <laughs> we'll call it, is actually talking to real people. That's probably the most useful. But then it's hard to do that a lot, right? It's hard to get huge hours doing that. So the other challenge we'll do will be shadowing. Hours of shadowing. This one is basically unlimited. You can do alone at home, so there's really no limit. You can do huge numbers of hours if you want to. And I'll explain shadowing in more detail next month, but generally shadowing means you're listening to an audio, a native speaker, and then as you listen, you are speaking with them. Of course, a Uh, just a tiny bit, a little behind them, but trying to do it at the same time, almost. So you're listening and you're speaking, listening and speaking, and you're copying their speaking, copying the rhythm, copying the pronunciation, copying everything. So it's basically you're getting listening and speaking practice at the same time, doing both at the same time. So it's really good. You know, there are a few, uh, several actually, people who know a lot of languages called polyglots they uh, a lot of people love this shadowing technique some don't but I like it I like it Uh, so we'll do that as I said the advantage of shadowing is you get speaking practice but you don't need another person so we'll do that it'll be again two parts there'll be shadowing when you do shadowing count the hours we'll enter the hours of shadowing and when you do when you actually talk to other people enter those hours and the goal of course is just to get get the maximum number of hours get as many hours as you can of speaking 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 shadowing or conversation that's how we'll do it now about recording our voice hmm we i'm not and that will not be part of the challenge i think i think i won't i'm you can do that you could record yourself. It's probably a good idea. Record yourself at the beginning of the challenge and then record yourself again at the end. Uh, like Steve does these, he calls it an exit interview, I think. But you could do a chat, do a chat with somebody in English and record yourself the first time in January. You could do it now if you want and just save it. And then at the end of the challenge, after three months, so sometime in March or April, you can do it again. Record yourself chatting with somebody and then just compare. You know, you should see some improvement, which would be great. Maybe sometime in the future we'll do a, a pronunciation challenge. That would be a cool one. Kinoko Oji. I had avoided reading somehow before this challenge because I was spoiled. <laughs> but now I have a good reading habit. Great. Thank you for this challenge. I'd like to ask, uh, what does this challenge runner? Challenge runner, that's just the software I'm using to count the hours. If we have, if we find better software, I'll use it. But for now, that's the, uh, it's just challengerunner.com, I think, is the, soft, the website. People tell me my pronunciation is bad. What should I do? Get my pronunciation course, effortlessenglishclub.com. I'm just going to give you the short answer. (laughs) 
Dudu says, yeah, a lot of Brazilians today. Good deal. Okay. Oh, okay. Clemmer says, uh, Hi, Jay. I'm from Brazil. First time on live show. Do you think while we're reading a book, we should take notes of the new words? What's the best way for more specific vocabulary? Thank you. You can. I do sometimes. But uh, the, the key thing is don't waste a lot of time because then you stop enjoying the reading. So if what I would say is not every new word probably too much but let's say there's a, a new word and you think it's quite useful like ah oh, I want to know this word like this ah this is a great word to know I, I could use this in my talking or my speaking you could just write it down very quickly in a notebook don't try to memorize it and do a bunch of effort just quickly just just write it you probably forget it anyway but or you can highlight it if you're using an e-reader electronic book you can just quickly highlight it in your book in yellow or something and I do that sometimes too so I recommend some you can do this with some words that you uh, it might be a word you think is useful it might be a word you've seen many times before and you're like ah I keep forgetting this word so you could just very quickly write it down and then maybe review it later but do it in a very relaxed way is my advice yeah like Allison uh, Souza says I usually download your podcast to listen when I'm on the bus going to college. Perfect. See, that's great. You can use it when you're going to school, when you're going to work, when you're exercising or walking outdoors. That's what's so great about listening. You can do it uh, while you do other things. Elf says thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll talk about T1M says, what type of shadowing technique do you recommend? I've heard there are different approaches to the shadowing technique. We'll talk about that in uh, January, but the most basic one is you just, like I said, you're listening and you're speaking along with the, uh, with the speaker. I know that uh, the guy who created this or, or made it popular, Alexander Argeles, uh, he recommends walking while you do it keep your body moving I, I like I agree with that recommendation I do find it helps to, to be walking while you're shadowing uh, I, I find it helps to walk while you listen it just kind of activates your body and your brain more energizes you I find walking and, while doing shadowing or listening to be helpful but you don't have to but it is it's useful it'll kind of it helps keep you awake That's a nice uh, comment. Tuan says, uh, Hi, everyone. I followed AJ's method. I guarantee it works 100%. I tried to lead my sister and my friend to follow your method. They're having good results. Thank you very much. Good to hear. I like hearing success stories. Thank you for sharing. Okay, Sarah says, Thank you much, but if YouTube removes your videos... We need, what should we do? We need them for listening. That's why I said get on BitChute. All my, all my newer videos are on BitChute also. So you should subscribe there. And then you never miss anything. 
perfect. Santor says, Hi, Coach. I've started reading mystery books written by Enid Blyton. I'm, I don't know who that is exactly, that writer, but good for you. If you find a writer that you like, read read their books. Read a lot of their books. That's a great thing to do. You, you might you find the one writer, you like their style, their, the level of English is good for you, you like their stories or whatever. Read a lot of their books. Why not? Yeah, here's uh, Ranieri DeMarco says, I read four books during the challenge. That's fantastic. See? Fantastic. Great job. Really great. Andy says, how can I speak when I forget grammar rules? I'm afraid to make mistakes. Well, that's the problem, right? You just have to get comfortable making mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. Look, I make grammar mistakes sometimes. Every native speaker does, okay? We speak it, we use sentence fragments, meaning like a piece of a sentence is not a full sentence. All these are norm, normal things that happen in conversation. Uh, sometimes grammar mistakes are caused you start a sentence and then you change your mind <laughs> and then you finish the sentence using different grammar that happens so what it doesn't matter nobody cares about this stuff communicate 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 that's all use bad grammar it's okay it's really interesting to me that it's such a psychological thing I think it comes from school because I noticed that my Spanish ability is higher than my Japanese. But I'm more nervous speaking Spanish. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but I think it's because of school. Because I learned Spanish in school first for about a year with all this grammar, 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 grammar. And so still I find when I'm speaking Spanish that I'm worried about like the, the verbs and things. I'm trying not to, <laughs> but it's still, there's a little tight feeling sometimes where I'm, uh, uh, you know, and in Japanese, I don't do that. My Japanese sucks. <laughs> okay. I usually just use one word or two words right now, but I'm not nervous about it. I'm not so nervous about it. Like I'll just, eh, I don't care if I make mistakes in Japanese. I don't really care. I expect to. I know I'm making mistakes and it just doesn't matter. I just want to try to communicate. But uh, in Spanish, I find I get more nervous about it. And I think it's because of that from school, you know. So you just, it takes a while. You just have to keep trying to relax, do it more, get comfortable making mistakes. Furkan asks, will doing shadowing make, will it be beneficial for thinking more in English when we want to speak? Yes. Sentences we have to repeat listening are not sentences and thoughts. Yeah, it'll help. It'll help. Pretty good to see you. Okay, now this is interesting. Pretty says, what is the most important thing for learning any language? Days, hours, or your focus on the specific language you really want to learn? So I guess, you know, Pri's kind of asking, what should you focus on? Like, how should you measure your language uh, progress or your efforts? It's a good question. I think hours, because it's the lowest stress, I find. If you worry about test scores, you'll, you'll get stressed out. And the tests are not always, they're not helping you in any way. 
uh, mostly they create stress. So I don't find that test scores are very good. I find hours because hours are, it's easy. It's just, you know, it just, you don't, you, you realize you don't lose anything. If you have a hundred hours of English, you have a hundred hours of English. You never lose those hours. They're never gone. They don't, it doesn't go backwards. It never goes backwards. You don't drop back to 80. You always have a hundred. And then if you do five more, now you have 105. So there's psychologically a feeling of you're always moving forward. That's why I like measuring hours. Number two, hours, it's very clear, easy to measure. It encourages you to make a big, big effort. And with hours, there's no stress about performance, right? If you have a, 10 hours of listening, it's 10 hours of listening. It doesn't, you don't need to worry, did I make a mistake? And I, none of that. There's, it's just putting in the time, putting in the time, putting in the time. And you will get good results. If you do 1,000 hours, in four months, like some people did, or 2,000, you are going to improve. I promise you that. You will improve without stress. You just put in the time. So this is what I, and this is personally, for Japanese, for example, that's what I focus on. I just focus on the hours, making those numbers go up. And it, when I ever, whenever I focus on something else, I get kind of stressed about it. But if I focus on just the time, then really pretty low stress and it's effective. It helps. Oh, Anderson says, I love your book clubs. I like your book clubs. The episode about chapter one of Brave New World was epic. Thank you. I read the book after that. Please keep showing us good books. I will. We will continue book club. We just finished uh, the nonfiction book, so we'll go to fiction next. Flavio says, I find my writing is better than my speaking. That kind of makes sense in a way. Uh, it makes sense because you can go more slowly. You can take your time. So that's, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So good for you, though. That's great, because writing is not easy. Okay, here's a question about more than one language from Asukar. Asukar. From Iraq. Uh, let's see. Love in Turkey. Let's see. English. <clears throat> Can I learn Turkish as well as English? The community that surrounds me helps me improve Turkish fast. Can I improve my English learning without hurting? Yeah, you, you can. If you're learning Turkish also, you should follow Steve Kaufman over there on Link and on his YouTube because, you know, he's specifically focused on, he's doing three languages and he's doing, Turkish is one of those languages, by the way. So you should uh, follow him. But yeah, you can do both. You can do English and Turkish. Just enjoy both. Hey, Sue is asking about pronunciation. Hi, AJ. Lucky to meet you on YouTube. How can I pronounce correctly? I have a Korean accent. Uh, do the shadowing technique. Get my pronunciation course over here at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. And you can check out my... I've done a few videos about this on YouTube, so you can kind of look at some of my old ones. 
Flavio saying, can you make a live show about public speaking? Yes, I will. I'll make a few. Everyone's noticing the babies were crying. Quiet now. Shh. Nora is recommending a book. The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz. I believe I read that a long time ago. I'll have to... I can't remember it. <laughs> so I'll check it out again. Juliana says, Hi, Jay. You're amazing. I'm addicted to your podcast. I'll finish all your podcasts this year. Wow. Thank you so much for your beautiful work. You're the best. Thank you. Wow, that's impressive. That's a lot of podcasts. <laughs> that's a lot. Leopoldo is living in Austin, Texas. Nice town. I'm from Mexico, Mexico, but I live in Austin, Texas. I learned a lot with your videos and I have your book. I want to say thank you. Thank you, Leopoldo, and enjoy Texas. All right, a few more, and then I'm going to go play with some babies. Yeah, like Slavika says, during the challenge, many of us developed a habit to learn English more hours than before the challenge. This is a great benefit for all of us. Right. That's the purpose. That was the purpose, and it is the purpose of our challenge. Our challenge is, is to improve. Improve. When you focus on improving, you're just focused on yourself. Again, I, it's kind of, it's very similar to when I was running, right? Because if you, you don't compare yourself to the top person, that will destroy your, your motivation. You won't feel good, right? So if you're a runner, you don't compare, if, let's say you run and you like running marathons. Don't compare yourself to the world record holder from wherever, Kenya probably or Ethiopia or something. Okay, that's crazy. You're never going to run that fast. <laughs> uh, you're just going to feel bad. They're running a marathon under two hours and you're going to go, oh my God, I'm still so slow. That's crazy. You compare yourself to yourself, right? So you used to, maybe your first marathon you run, you do four hours. So then you're just trying to improve. So your next marathon you do three hours 50 minutes great you improve 10 minutes that's a nice improvement in a marathon so you feel good about it you've improved right or you don't even focus on time just uh focus on the number of miles or focus on even just your enjoyment of running so it's the same idea with english you don't don't compare yourself to you know and the a perfect native speaker and then get feel bad because you can't speak that well well that's crazy okay because a native speaker you know like i'm 51 years old so i've been listening to and speaking english 51 years every single day all day of course you're not going to speak exactly like me <laughs> okay <laughs> just relax about that you don't need to um compare yourself to yourself like with the challenge if Four months ago, you were doing 30 minutes a day of English, and now you're doing an hour and a half. That's an hour improvement every day, right? That means in a year, that's an extra 365 hours every year of English. That's great. That's fantastic. So you should celebrate that, be grateful for that, be happy about that improvement, right? And we'll do it again with our next challenge. We're going to... Sh we'll 
shift our focus to speaking. We'll continue listening, though. We always listen. Listening, 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 always. That's why shadowing is great, because you're still listening. But we'll focus on that, and we'll all improve. And Nitu's asking about writing. Maybe we'll do a writing challenge sometime. I have to think about that one. Yeah, now see, this is, I'm using the same app as uh, Ranieri. Uh, I include my hours in the 10,000 plus, which is an app. 10,000 plus, the number. 10,000 and then the plus sign. This motivated me. That's exactly what I'm doing with, uh, well, Spanish too. So I've got that app on my phone, 10,000 plus, and I just enter my hours every day in Japanese or in Spanish, and it just keeps climbing. And now I have my total number of hours. So my total hours of Japanese, not the challenge, just from nothing. I'm, I'm about at 500, like 494, something like that. So I'm about, I'm almost, I'm gonna hit 500 hours soon. That's great. Now, I'd like to get to 5,000 hours. So, it's only 10%, but still, it's a start, right? And I find it also motivating, I just because it keeps climbing up, climbing up, climbing up, and I just focus on, you know, I'll get 500 hours, certainly, probably this month, and then next, I'll focus my next goal, 1,000 hours. So, I'll probably just focus on 500-hour chunks, like, okay, now I ne my next goal, get to 1,000 hours. I'm not going to worry about 10,000 hours or 5,000 hours. That seems too big. But like a 500-hour piece, that seems doable. I can do it in a reasonable amount of time. So get that app. It's a nice app for your the Challenge Runner site we're using for our challenges for the public, all of us together. But just for your personal use, I quite like this app, 10,000+. plus. Tales asking about slang. You learn slang. You can get it from movies is a good source. Movies and TV. Probably the best source for slang. Kira says hi from India. Hello to India. Yeah, like Celine says it well, compare your... Compare who you were yesterday to who you are today. Exactly. Luis Jimenez says, it's from a country I want to visit. Hi, AJ, from Costa Rica, which I've heard is a beautiful country. First time live with you. I'm so happy. I just want to say thank you for showing me it's possible to learn English easily. God bless you. Thank you, Luis. Maybe I'll meet you someday in Costa Rica. Okay, a couple more and then time to go, guys. Okay. Oh, was Asma on here? I didn't see Asma's comment. All right, I'm just going back through comments for a second. Oh, there's Asma from Egypt. Yes, good to see you, Asma. Huh. 
Dudu says, uh, I love the way you correct English mistakes when you're reading the comments. Yes, pay attention and you'll notice. <laughs> hey, there's Siracha from Thailand. Swatikrap. Russell Khan says, uh, every day I, I spend five hours learning English, but no good results. Hmm. What are you doing, Russell? You should be getting some results. Now, first of all, the question is, how long have you been doing this? You know, one month, six months, ten months? Uh, and then the second thing, what are you doing during those five hours? You should feel some improvement. Uh... I recommend reading and listening mostly. You should, you know, something that's understandable but a little challenging. And you need time also. If, if you've only done this for one or two months, you're probably not noticing. You need more time than that. Six months, I would say. So six months, lots of reading and lots of listening. And if you're not getting any improvement, I don't know what to say because uh, that's strange. If six months of five hours a day of listening, lots of listening and lots of reading, you should definitely be feeling some improvements. Now, also, the next question is, what do you mean no improvement, no good result? Are you talking about your speaking or your listening? If you're, your listening should definitely improve. Your vocabulary should improve. You're, you should know a lot more words. You're speaking, it's slower, okay? So your speaking will be behind. There will be a delay for your speaking. So if it's just your speaking, relax, okay? That's, it will come, it will come, but you have to be a little patient. If, if it's specifically speaking that's the problem, continue doing what you're doing. You're not wasting your time, it's great. Just join the speaking challenge next month in January. Yeah, we're December now. In January, join our speaking challenge and then you'll see a jump in your speaking. Okay, but you'll be all right. I don't know the details, but that's my best answer. Ah, okay. Good question. Weedy says, how do I learn to read text in English without errors? Right, I'm guessing pronunciation errors. Uh, you see and you read the Russian text. Okay, so right. Some languages... Are uh, how would you say it? They're more accurate. They're more logical. Really, they have a better writing system. <laughs> uh, so Spanish, for example, you read it, you know how to say it. There's like it's not. It's totally, completely clear when you see a Spanish word or you know how to pronounce it. But in English, as you know, that's not true. Even for native speakers like me, if I see a completely new word, I usually can guess the pronunciation but I might be wrong if I've never seen it I've never heard it before because uh, you know our spelling system does not fit the sound exactly does not fit the pronunciation exactly but how do you know this is why audiobooks okay audiobooks this is why audio 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 listening 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 is important especially with english if you have an audiobook if you have an audio of that book you're reading of the text then you just listen you'll hear the native speaker say the word you'll hear them pronounce it and then you'll know 
Of course, you can look in a dictionary and, you know, there's the phonetic alphabet, but I find that hard to use. It's You never quite com- get the complete pronunciation from that. You, you kind of get a general idea, but... Uh, the best way to really get the pronunciation of a word you're reading is to hear it. And you get that by using a lot of audiobooks. You can still read and sometimes you won't know a word. Don't worry about it, okay? There might be some words you see it, you're not exactly sure. Guess the pronunciation, it's okay. Because probably in the future, some point, you'll finally hear that word. Okay, so it's okay just to read. If you can't find an audio sometimes, it's okay. But in general, in general, try to find audiobooks. Try to get those audios when you can, because this is how you will know exactly how to pronounce new words that you see. Because yes, in English, it's not always easy. Even the word, you remember, like a a very common word, people were, we had a discussion recently about the word often. O-F-T-E-N, often. And... People notice that I don't say the T sound often. I pronounce it often. No T. I don't say often. I say often. But people also noticed that other people, some other Americans, some other British people, they do say the T. They say often, often. So they were asking, why, 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 why? But it's just, I I didn't know why. I had to do some research about it. And it was a change in pronunciation about, I think it was about 150 years ago, that uh, it was a change where kind of, I think it was that kind of the more educated people, like, you know, the upper class, they stopped pronouncing the T. They would say often, often, often. But then kind of like the regular people, would say often. And this change sort of happened and became common. And uh, now, I I think often without the T is more common. But some people disagree. So that you'll hear both. But so this is, but you wouldn't know this. If you're just reading, you wouldn't realize that a lot of people pronounce the word no T sound, right? How would you know that? By just seeing it. You wouldn't. You have to hear it. You have to hear it. And then you notice, ah, some people don't say the T sound. All right, guys. I'm going to go play with babies. Now, hopefully, hopefully tonight I'll be back with another show and we'll do a celebration of the challenge again. Kind of similar topic tonight, but give other regular uh, members and fans a chance to join. I'll try my best to get these babies to sleep earlier. All right, then. Lots of love to you. And I'll see you next time. We'll be back again. Uh, Just follow me on Gab for the times. I know right now the time of the show is very inconsistent. It's changing a lot. That's because of my babies and I, and we have vis- family visiting. Uh, so just be patient with me. Follow me on Gab and I will eventually find a regular time again that will work. Until then, lots of love to you. Join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com, EffortlessEnglishClub.com. See you next time.